Hey, goal getters, and welcome to The Daily Distance, a new daily series from the creators of We Got Goals. I'm Kristen Guile, editor-in-chief of asweatlife.com. In these short episodes, we're bringing you one daily goal you can set for yourself during this chaotic time. One actionable thing you can do to move your body, connect with a friend, prioritize your mental health, get some work done, and practice a little bit of self-care. This week's podcast episodes are brought to you in partnership with NYX, the first and only light ice cream that is actually truly creamy. NYX is a Swedish brand that believes healthfulness shouldn't compromise flavor. Spoon soft and never icy, NYX has no added sugar and only 220 to 360 calories per pint. That's right, that means it's perfect for eating the whole thing in one sitting. You get a compromise-free, healthy, and tasty treat without the calories. And it's the perfect way to start summer. Find out more on their website, nix.com. And with me today, calling in from Scottsdale, Arizona, is Kate Van Horn. She is a tarot reader and healer, as well as a business mentor and the creator of The Elements Candles. Hi, Kate. How's it going? Hi, great. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for being here. Um, Tell us a little bit more about yourself for people who maybe haven't come across you on the internet or in real life. Thanks. So I am a wellness enthusiast, and that's what really got me into this world. I found so much relief for um, a lot of mental health you know, kind of issues and and things I was working through for many years when I started to honor my intuition through intuitive movement, yoga, mindfulness practices, meditation, just brought um, a tremendous amount of relief and support to me and eventually became so much of my passion that I wanted to build a career around it. I'd always been entrepreneurial in spirit, but just wasn't sure where to direct that. So when I, um, you know, found and discovered these different tools, and some of them we'll speak about today, I just felt just ready to kind of like immerse myself fully. And I found, like I said, you know, it began with more yoga and like healthy food and just over time has transformed to more of like spiritual practices and empowering myself, my intuition and knowing that I'm at all times co-creating with um, my intuition and my guides. And that's really what I try to whether I'm working with a business client or through someone with more like an intuitive healing or tarot uh, session, it's all about empowering and rediscovering our own unique tools and the things that we have at our disposal to um, make us feel more grounded. You know, between your spiritual side that you're really in touch with, and then also your entrepreneurial side, a lot of people would see that as like two completely different personality types. How do you find that that sort of balance helps you uh, in your everyday life? Oh, thank you for asking that. I love it. I consider it just a balance of the divine masculine and divine feminine. I think that there's beauty and gifts in both. And that when we see their harmony and rather than their differences, we can really accomplish a lot. So it's funny when I work with my clients on business mentorship, they're surprised how much the spirituality is is a little bit infused. It's um, really just based in alignment. What makes sense? What doesn't? What are we forcing? What's flowing? That's that feminine kind of uh, intuitive energy. And how can we, when we find our thing, we have the ability to tap into more of the masculine, the doer, the um, the trailblazer, so to speak, when we find the right the right avenue. So I find a lot of people come to me and they're like, I'm really stuck. I want to do something, but I can't find it. And I'm like, once you find it, you'll do it. 
<laughs> so let's start there. Let's ask our, our intuition, our gut and our, you know, our third eye, so to speak, what is there? What have we not accessed quite yet? Awesome. Well, let's transition into the advice giving portion of this podcast. What tip or recommendation are you bringing to the table today? So the first tip uh, really is revolving around tarot, but it doesn't have to be a tarot deck. If you have an oracle deck or anything else um, that speaks to you, even just a, there's a lot of decks that just have like mantras and affirmations. Um, So find something that is a tangible representation and has many different options. So once you have your deck, um, what you do is start to pull one card a day. I think that, uh, especially for people who are very determined and entrepreneurial and ready to make big moves and set lofty goals. There's a lot of emphasis right now on learning something very quickly. I noticed that we kind of grab an eight week course and we do a deep dive, but it doesn't totally settle in and integrate into our practice. Then it becomes something that we've, we've forced ourselves through in a way of wanting to be an expert very quickly. And what I've loved about my three years of reading tarot is that I've done it every single day and it's been very effortless because I've allowed it to be low commitment and just kind of simple. So pulling one card a day, finding a ritual of shuffling that doesn't take too long, pulling the one card and then deciding from there how you choose to connect with it. So I like to journal around it. I like to uh, allow that to be a prompt or I just simply sit with it. And the first step is to become very, very mindful of the image in front of you. So holding it in front of you and before opening any books or guidebooks, things like that, resources around the meanings, just fully for just a you know couple breaths, immersing yourself in the image in front of you and allowing yourself to say, okay, what do I feel? What's the initial feeling I get when I see this? Is it fear? Is it excitement? Is it comfort? Then from there, noticing you know symbolism and the small details, we are so quick to pass by those details. And the reason why breath work, mindful meditation, yoga, all these practices of like slowing down are so helpful is because in our day-to-day life, we're so fast paced. So honoring in the same way, the complete attention to the details of the card in front of you and making it be really simple. Then heading into more of the journaling, what lesson, you know, is this teaching me today? What, after you've read a little bit about it, how does this connect with me and my present energy? It's kind of just a nice tool that can be meditative without having to be closed eyes, seated in meditation. It also opens up a lot of discussion. If it brings up a theme for you in the morning that you notice, you know, between your coworkers and you, you can subtly start to weave this lesson into, um, your interactions with other people. And I think that's also the empowering piece is like we get caught in this this routine of kind of talking about the same things and never really exploring some of our um, more depths. So to have this this opportunity in the morning or at night to say like, what's the energy in the present for me? What What's here coming to the surface for me to look at then allows you to kind of weave it into other experiences as well. I love this because it is a very like low maintenance thing that um, you can pick up for yourself with relatively little effort, just a little bit of time and the right tools, but with the right mindset, it can really shift your day, your week. And, you know, over time can really have an impact on how you start to view different situations happening around you. Um, And yet at the same time, like that element of chance makes it really fun. Like you're not responsible for, coming up with an intention that you think perfectly fits your day, right? Like you're sort of letting something outside of you guide that journey. Totally. I love that point you just made too. It's yes, yeah, the release of control. It's the ability to just say, 
okay, whatever comes up, comes up, good or bad. That's another thing is maybe you start with like an oracle deck or angel card, something that feels um, very mantra-based, pretty positive, just shedding a little bit more light on all that you have access to, all that you can be grateful for. And then if you want to dive into tarot, there's definitely, um, you know, some of the more shadow sides represented as well. And I think that honoring and seeing um, a visual representation of, of heavy things like grief or sadness or loss, um, while difficult, is really an invitation to just finally feel through what you need to, even if it's just for those couple minutes to yourself, just to say, you know what, this is present within me. And while yes, gratitude, joy, um, presence is still there too, it doesn't mean that both, both aren't within me and in my subconscious. Both can be allowed. So coming back to that balance, you like that you talked about at the beginning. Exactly. And then do you recommend a particular deck um, for people who are maybe just beginning this journey? Great question. So I uh, started with the uh, Wild Unknown deck. That is a deck that's, to me, the imagery is very beautiful because she relies a lot, the artist relies a lot on um, animals. The more traditional decks are like the Rider Waite deck, or um, you could certainly look at like the Fountain Tarot. That's a fantastic, more ethereal deck. So I think just dabble, look around, allow the deck to kind of find you. That's what I tell people too, is um, especially if you're in a metaphysical store, whatever your eyes first drawn to, but honestly, they have plenty of tarot and, and different Oracle decks at even like Barnes and Noble now. But I would say find one that don't go on Amazon, allow yourself to find one in, in the present moment. And just if it speaks to you, trust it. Kate, can you tell me a little bit about the environment in which you read your tarot card of the day? Do you have a certain place, a ritual, um, anything that you do consistently to make this, you know, habit a little more spiritual than just whipping a card out? Yeah, I definitely like to get grounded and be in a clear and clean space that feels very um, comforting to me. Usually that's like my bedroom or on my bed in the morning after it's made and with my cup of coffee, just a space that feels cozy to you um, and definitely feels like you have ownership of it. So a space that that's why I typically say the bedroom or your office, um, a space that's not more communal, especially if you live in a household with multiple people. Kate, where can we find you on the internet? How can we support you? And what are you up to right now? I am over on Instagram at kate.van.horn. I'm also katevanhorn.com, where all of my offerings are. Um, that's where I will post any like virtual workshops, as well as you know, hopefully future retreats and things like that. I do a lot of in-person events, but not currently. Um, I have a tarot course. It's called Full Circle, and it's a eight-week course that's group-based. We have about six to eight people at a time, and we all read for each other as well. So you really learn how to read the cards, um, not only for yourself in that type of practice I just described, but actually share it with other people in your life. So that's starting July 2nd is our next round. Kate, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. And for all of our listeners, we will be back on the internet tomorrow for more tips from our community. And until then, stay safe, stay well, and cheers to going the distance together. Mm -hmm.